35. It's Tuesday, October 22nd. No lie, I'm super tired. Like, I don't... I'm, I woke up late today, so you're good. You're good. Not, I didn't wake up. I woke up. I don't wake up late. I just woke up. I got up, but I haven't woken up yet. Oh, you stood in the groggy stage. Yeah. Okay. I'm your pusher, man. It's about a drug dealer. Like most Did of it the- just say some words that we're not allowed to say? No, 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 no. Okay, that, I, I'm feeling the fantasy. Okay. It's the morning reboot, Tuesday, October 22nd. Um, I don't know how the first half hour of the show is going to go. I'm all over the place. I haven't been able to coordinate my thoughts. Later on, uh, after 7 o'clock... There's one thing that, that you really shouldn't... Well, there's a lot of things you shouldn't do when you're in a relationship. Even... Hold on. That's going to oh, be the daily yeah. thing. Even I know, as someone who is often averse to being in consistent relationships, not because I don't want to, but because there's no reason to waste anybody's time. Um, I know not to do this. We'll do that after 7 o'clock. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Maybe we'll dabble with a little bit of that in the beginning part of the show because I uh, I felt really dumb last week when I went to mail Ashley's backpack to her Uh-oh. in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, which she told me yesterday, the remnants of that uh, that tornado weather mm-hmm. and the tornadoes in Dallas kind of scooted up to where she was. And she was really scared because she couldn't get on the internet. All she knew is severe weather was coming. But uh, some easy geography, and I think we'll do we'll do Kathy and the Jimmy tickets. Yes. Hocus Pocus, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, 7.30. Panelful ladies after 8 o'clock, then we jump into our friend Jeffy McGee, the trailer game, and what to watch. He has some good things to pick out uh, and choose to kill some time or just enjoy on all the streaming services. Mm-hmm. To get in touch with the show today, our phones do work, but you can text anytime, 419-240-1055. Good morning, it's 537. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. Hello. I just thought of something. I have to follow through with something I did yesterday. Please, please I do. Fo- My, I, I have a pet peeve. Right here. And it's beyond the pet peeve, I'd say. Okay. I am not a big fan. And I've. It, it's sad because I've become used to it. Because we have become busier than ever. We've become poorer than ever at, ma- at managing our time. Uh, I was, speaking of things I was averse to. Can you say that one more time? Which part? Managing our time. We have more things to do than ever and we're poorer than ever at managing managing our time. I felt that right here. <laughs> In my heart. And like six years or so ago, I would kind of scoff at my old friend and boss, Nathan, when he would have a long to-do list Mm -hmm. that he had next to him on his desk every day. And I'm like, that's crazy. I can remember everything. And then as I got busier and busier, I began to forget more and more. And then I bought into the the to-do list. Mm -hmm. And I don't live by it, but I highly encourage everybody to have a to-do list because quite frankly, I get exasperated. I'm beyond getting exasperated when people say they'll do something and then I have to continually remind that person that they said they would do something. And I know a lot of, in a lot of cases, what they said they would do mm-hmm. is contingent on someone else and it's just this domino effect. But I don't like when somebody says they'll do something and there's no follow through. So, totally off topic to the listener, it is kind of along the lines with the conversations that just happened off air between you and friend. 
Oh, like okay. not a follow through. Yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. you guys are talking about? Okay. So, question for as someone who is very spontaneous in their life, how does one go about a to do list? Like, what do you what are you jotting down? Like, what you have to do throughout the day? Everything. Yeah. Like, as soon as you wake up, you're like, no, because um, there's daily stuff. Like, yeah, I. I it's it's a playful irritation. People, I'm actually having coffee with a. I'm supposed to. I might. I might be. I will say. Don't be that person. <laughs> <laughs> I know where that was going. I'm supposed to have coffee with a friend of mine today at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and we set this up two weeks or so ago, and I haven't seen her for in forever. And uh, it, it, she sent me an Outlook invite uh, as we were finalizing it, mm-hmm. and I said. No need to do that because when I make plans, I immediately put it into my calendar. So, okay. So there's big things that are planned out. Yeah, I do that, but okay. But okay, also, like yesterday when I was at the gym, um, I emailed myself. I had to try to make an adjustment on iTunes. I had to start, or Apple Podcasts. I had to start a Google document. And I emailed those things to myself because you think you will remember. And- Maybe you will, but you won't remember everything. And yeah. then you'll you'll sit there and go, what was I supposed to do? So I either email myself or I kind of have a running, very fluid notes document in my phone. I said, I use the notes document. Someone like, because I have the little watch and I can just like go to my notes and be like, just make a little memo. Is that like something like that? Because when I think of list, I think of like breaking down my day. Like say you're doing a speech or... Like the good grief thing. That was an agenda of what was happening. Like, mm-hmm. do you need that for your life or throughout the day course type thing? No, it doesn't. It, it, when I had the other job and more responsibilities, mm-hmm. I, I would have a longer list. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of, it's more segmented. Okay. Where, so yesterday I, I emailed myself um, bu- 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 some things that I needed to do while I was home, some small projects. But then I have, for whatever reason... This document, this thing in my notes goes back years. Okay. Like I can scroll and scroll and scroll and it's just under my notes app podcast and there's lots of things in there and that's where I throw things that we might talk about on the show like this segment or or other things. Then I have another document. Um, It says my food shopping list because there are things that I'm like, (laughs) I don't have soap. I thought I bought a three pack of soap, but apparently I did not. So I, I I write down I have thousands of thoughts during the day. You might notice that from my spastic manic mind. But I do my I try to write down everything that I need to remember. I'm happy you said that. We should do a segment of I discovered I was old or became old when because I bought the eight pack of dial soap. Mm-hmm. You know that everyone every older generation had in their house. It was just oh get the dial soap. I I bought that. Like a month ago, mm-hmm. and I looked at it in my car. I go, what the hell do I need with all this dial soap? Okay. And I've only tapped into like one bar. It's dirt cheap. <laughs> it sure is. But I was, I literally was like, I've become my grandmother and my mother in five minutes. I was like, I'm officially old today because I've only used the one because I just use it to wash my hands. Or like, if I'm like, I have to hop in the shower real quick. I'm just like, Ugh, grab the soap. My soap costs like four dollars a bar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You. 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 I have expensive taste with beer bottle pockets. <laughs> so wine tastes on a beer budget, as, <laughs> as Barry would say. Um, last thing for this opening segment here: your sister looked really good last night. Okay, for where'd you see her at? Your mom, who was like oh, so she a came GD to... teenager on the internet, who posts everything. My mom, 
is literally going on 61, going and turn 60, oh, 16 in November. She has discovered social media, and I think she understands how the stuff works. And, like, if she posts something, she'll get more likes. She's understanding the word algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> so and Engagement. I just, so I'm just like, all right. But, yeah, I was I was supposed to hang out with him. But I was, after I got off work yesterday, I was like, I don't want to see or hear anyone. But, yeah, happy birthday to my sister. How old happy, is she? She is 35. Five, yes. Who's the dude in the picture? That's her boyfriend. That's what I, that's what I was concerned about. It's fine. He's a fine, young, African-American man. Now, he walked into Sephora yesterday. I said, damn. What about a fine, white, <laughs> Jewish man? What's this guy's name? I'm not giving his business out. I'll find him. Because I find everyone. He's good to her. That's all I care about as a brother. I'd be gooder. Oh. Uh, la- la- last thing for this segment. I looked at... Um, She's now kind of going to be part of the show. Uh, your buddy Erica's uh, Instagram page. <laughs> and I I believe your suspicion was right. I think she's totally buying likes because do you know what's really strange? You had mentioned how many likes she gets. Yes. And she only has like a thousand, a thousand followers and she's getting like... 600 some likes per picture yeah and it's an eerily similar amount for every picture it is like it we is. all have duds <laughs> leave, leave my erica alone but yeah she's she's definitely 18 and um actually close with her yesterday she was teaching me a new tiktok dance i told her I was like you're gonna keep me youthful so you keep you so youthful. here's the thing and then we have the red tiktok dances are very basic there's not much thought to them why are people so? Why are people obsessed with them? Like it's just a like, like give me the give me like a breakdown that I have to like learn learn a one two step or like an eight count. Like not just shoulder shoulder face face. I'm like, cause what? I, I one, <laughs> she was doing yesterday. I legit on the on the floor at work. I go. I said a cuss word. I said sh. I said this is stupid. And she's like, what? I go. This is dumb. Like Those are new to her, though. They're so basic. I said, like, give me, go look at, like, old school, like, so you think you can dance. Like, even verse yourself on Dancing with the Stars. Like, I need you to move your hips. Give me give me some substance to your dancing. Not just but it's new to her. shoulder, shoulder, hand and face, Fortnite dance in your face. Like, I was like, this is dumb. When she, when she <laughs> those shows came out, bef- like, before she was born, arguably. But, like. I didn't have those shows growing up. I was like, I knew how to dance. I knew I had rhythm. I knew I, I knew I could thrust the hip one way and then jerk my shoulder. I was like, oh, this, you know what taught us how to dance? Old school TRL music videos. Well, I mean, Dance a, dance groups. I, I had to buy a cassette to learn how to do these dance I think groups. you can go back farther. Janet Jackson videos. Yeah, like legit. So, but like, it's just weird. Um, She definitely buys those likes though because <laughs> every picture has like within... It's like within a hundred likes of all of them. And we all have duds. Mm-hmm. 546, the morning reboot on Q105. Good, I didn't fall asleep during that segment. <laughs> Welcome to the show today. It'll get better, I promise. Q105. Even though we both- 
552. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. If you would like to take a shot at Hocus Pocus tickets, you can head over to the Stranahan's website. Actually, you can buy these tickets. We'll give them away later on today. Hocus Pocus, Kathy and Jimmy coming next week. But if you go to the Stranahan's website and type in Q105 as your password, you will save some money. Some new contests going on on our website, Q1055.com. And then national keyword at 805 today to try to win the $1,000 payoff. You can text the show. It's Eric and Floyd. The morning reboot, 419-240-1055. I saw that. I was in 1055. I had a quick visit yesterday. Uh, I was invited to speak at a professor friend's class at the University of Toledo. And uh, the class was all women, all girls, Mm -hmm. like entirely. And then around 15. 15 minutes into the thing, one dude showed up. I was, not that I had to change much, or I, I was just, I was taken back a little bit. But it was, uh, it was all fine. And when I was leaving, I finally saw where Stubborn Brother Pizza is, which apparently, a lot like my friends at Mama Mary's, oh, they yeah. have East Coast kind of pizza, mm-hmm. so I'd like to try it. I've driven past there before, I've never tried it. I've never eaten in any of those places like that near UT's campus. And even better, I didn't get a parking ticket, which that campus is notorious for. Thinking about it, I'm very basic with my pizza. I, gotta, I do the basic fiber on Toledo. I need to expand my horizons. Mark, Marco's, Vito's, Gino's. Pizza Cat. And I'm no shame. A ball on the budget. Little Caesars. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no shame. I'm like, well, I got $5. Okay. Um... What time did you go to bed last night? Oh, have mercy on my soul. After I cooked, I ate maybe 9 o'clock, 30. We'll do that. What'd you make for dinner? I made chicken parmesan. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you probably went to bed too early for that. So... I know I did. An instinct. fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do. You choked up? Yeah, I... Star Wars, the last Star Wars trailer for Rise of Skywalker hit last night during the Monday Night Football game. It is absolutely ridiculous how invested I am in this franchise. And I know I'm not alone. That's why there's 18,000 movies and TV shows and spinoff and toys. But it's... I don't know what it is about this. And I am a late bloomer. I saw Star Wars for the first time in, like, college. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like... I saw the toys growing up, and I go, oh, that's cool. Oh, that, that guy in the black helmet's awesome. I saw it, like, for the first time, 19 or 20. It changed my whole freaking life. Like, I'm a late bloomer. Like, I, But I am so... I, and I went down the rabbit hole, and I was just like, well, I didn't know everything about this franchise. I am here. I'm invested. I'm so excited. Like I said on Facebook, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to cry. I'm going to smile. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cheer. I'm going to cry. 
You know, I already told you, I had to take a whole weekend off. Tickets, <laughs> tickets are on sale now if you want to buy some. I'm not that person. I'm like, you know, I love a good crowded. I love like, I like a crowded theater to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in for the experience. But no, this is one of those things that if I don't see it in like the first two weeks, I'll be okay. Because like, I just, I don't want to be crowded. I, I want to be in a room. I don't want to be behind a chomper. I don't want to be a kid going, my God, I even pee. Like, if I could rent a movie theater, if I had the money, I would just do it. Things are going to get spoiled if you wait two weeks. No, I'm not a spoiler. I, I still, I okay. still get within the hype of a movie. Spoilers don't bother me. And you want to see how the story plays out? Yeah, like, I think we have a clue. Breaking: the good guys will win. <laughs> good guys or girls will win. It's just a matter of how. If she's good, it could be worse. I, ready. I have, I have my two connections to Star Wars. One, my dad loves telling the story. He t- he took me to go see Return of the Jedi when it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I was so little. You're forgetting you're a little bit older than me. I'm like, yeah, I know it's my dashing, <laughs> youthful good looks. Um, my dad took me to go see it in theaters, and he always he loves telling the story that when the music hit, mm-hmm. I was afraid and wanted to leave. Like oh, when that the, yes, because it, it comes out of nowhere. It, well, you know it's coming. Not when you're three or whatever <laughs> I was, and then so I was never into Star Wars growing up. Like you, I saw the toys and everything, but it wasn't mm. wasn't my thing like like other things are. And then when I was, uh, wh- however old I was, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled out and I was laid up in, in pain for several days, uh-huh. it was in one of the cable networks, probably, whoever runs it now, was rerunning the Star Wars marathon. Probably like US, TBS. Yeah. <laughs> and I sat and watched it and I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And th- so I was, wasn't like you, I wasn't, you know, it took me till I was a teenager to get into those things. I... And it's just, like, I see all these movies, I see them pretty quickly when they come out, mm-hmm. but it's just not a passion point for me like other things are. And this crew doesn't grab me like the original crew. And that's not being, that's not like old person tweet. I don't know, like, there's nothing, this Kylo Ren payoff better be huge. Because oh, at this point, he is... Adam Driver. Mm. I know you, you can never replicate a, a once- in a century villain like Darth Villain, but Darth Vader. Yes, yeah, sorry. All <laughs> of that is a good sorry. name, though. Darth. Uh, but the Kylo rent, like I just don't see it. So I hope the payoff is good. Okay, so mm, we're not even going to travel because we'll keep talking all day. But um, I like that they didn't. They steered clear of like trying to duplicate with the new generation. Like they didn't do the whole like. What they did with the old one, I guess everyone knows the story, but I like I like it for the sense that it's a whole new saga, a whole new story, and I kind of did get invested in the characters. I was just like, although I did tell you yesterday off air, kind of freaked me out when I found out Finn was British, mm-hmm. the black guy. I was like, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, hello, and I was like, huh? It is. It is. <laughs> I was like. You you are such a good actor. They're all still related 40 years later, though. That's why yeah. this, this thing is going to end it. Uh, 6 o'clock, the morning reboot. It's Halloween season. Let's dig into candy in less than 15 minutes next. Q- 6.12 on Q105, the morning reboot. Good morning. Uh, we've got another DeRocher's contest coming up. Danielle, I hope you win this one again. I want to bake with you. <laughs> this time it's Thanksgiving. Uh, it was desserts last time. This time it's Thanksgiving side dishes. Oh. And you can get in the running for that by going to our we- our website and submitting a recipe. Q1055.com. Danielle, who's now a mom, um, 
we were a good baking uh, couple. I hope uh, so. I hope she's in it again. If not for our station, for one of the other stations. Um, good morning. The morning reboot. National keyword to win the thousand dollar payoff around eight oh five this morning. Uh, we'll get to one has to go in just one second here, and it's going to be candy centered. Happy birthday to your friend Elijah. Yes. Whose Facebook page I can only imagine that you oversee because I don't think he actually exists. But You met him! You do put a lot of effort into creating this friend of yours. You just paid some dude. You took his pictures. <laughs> now we've been friends for forever. I always give Floyd a hard time that his, his best friend is Elijah. Yet if you go to any of his social media, there is no like best friend type pictures of you and said person. Yes, there is. We just took one the other day when we had the Thursday off before the good grief breakfast. Because it's his birthday coming no. up, so you wanted to like have something prepared. No, <laughs> you stop that. By the way, in news around 6.30... Um, don't have much. In fact, I don't think it's in there at, at all. But I highly encourage everyone um, to read the story from Allison Dunn from The Blade. It's on our Q105 Facebook page for an easy find about how this murder-suicide all transpired mm. and led to uh, to this woman being murdered um, yesterday morning, a little bit after midnight. And, and apparently, uh, this guy was, was, was terrorizing um, the mother of his children mm-hmm. and... The police, nobody could track him down going back to late last week. And it's just an awful, Sad awful situation. situation. Mm-hmm. And Allison's effort and detail she put into this story um, is quite harrowing. So I encourage everyone to read it. And, you know, not to put blame on, on anyone. Could the police have done more? Should they have been, uh, should they have chased after him relentlessly? I, I don't know. But at this point, you know, it's right for the entire community to mourn. And I know we usually get all. We get very emotional when there's some type of mass shooting and people shout out all kinds of things for gun control and and two people lost their lives here, but a family and a community is affected. But we, we should just be as deeply distraught for something like this as we are when there's something larger that happens because mm-hmm. it's a terrible situation. Mm. On to uh, lighter things, happier things. Um, one has to go. All right. We're going to dive into... I have a question. So... We talk about how like alcohol, different alcohols come in and out of popularity. Right now, it's a white claw world. Mm-hmm. It's it's dark liquors like uh, like whiskey and, and bourbon. Where are we with candy that we like and candy that kids like? Because I don't know if the candy that we grew up loving is what kids nowadays love. I know kids like candy, but I kind of feel like, and I'm just basing off working with kids and my nephew. I feel like we were candy whores. Like, I feel like we wanted candy, candy, candy. As with, like, I kids like candy, don't get me wrong. But I feel like my nephew wasn't really a candy person. And then, like, the kids I work with for the past few years, they like candy, but, like, they, were, they could go or without it. I agree. Does that make sense? No, I think you're completely okay. right. Where we wanted, like, candy every day. Like, every time I knew we were going to go to the grocery store, I knew when we went... To check out, I'm like, I'm about to throw a Reese's peanut butter cup in this thing along with Skittles. Yeah. As with kids now, they're kind of just like... I want Flamin' eh. Hot Doritos. I want Flamin' Hot Doritos or a Goldfish or something like that, yeah. I would love to know if whenever uh, Tiana wakes up, hey, birthday, babe. <laughs> uh, I Ask her what Jayshon's favorite candy is. I don't even think he's a candy person. Yeah, I'll definitely ask her. All right, one has to go. And by the way, 
I will. There is no candy corn on this list, and bef- you get a lot of flack for candy corn. Bef- I don't even think it's that dramatic, y'all. Before <laughs> you bring your candy corn hate, just realize <laughs> you eat things that taste a lot worse than you think candy corn tastes. Mm-hmm. All right, want us to go Milky Way, Skittles, Reese's peanut butter cups? Oh, Milky Way. I don't even think I've ever had one. It's caramel and nougat. Ugh, they were nougat because it sounds like something else. <laughs> No, I don't think. I'm, yeah, I would say Milky Way. Yeah, I think yeah, Skittles yeah. are nasty. I like Skittles, but I'm also that person who puts a plethora of Skittles in his mouth to make a super highborg flavor of just sugar and sl- slobber. Snickers, Starburst, Kit Kat. One has to go. Mm, good. Mm, goodbye, Kit Kat. That's going to bite me in the butt later. because like, One has to go, and I think that there's a deeply underrated one in this trio. One okay. has to go. Twizzlers, Twix, Butterfinger. By, by Butterfinger. I like Twizzlers. Okay. Which one do you think was underrated? I love. I think Butterfinger is, has such a unique <laughs> taste. It was one of those things where when I was a kid and I would get it, I'd be like, this is nasty. And then something opened my eyes, uh-huh. and now I think it's so unique. Uh, like that's, that's the Bart Simpson candy. Yeah. <laughs> mil- like Milky Way Snickers, um, Three Musketeers, like they're all chocolate. Like there's something yeah. uniquely different about Butterfinger. Mm. Next up, Three Musketeers, Baby Ruth, M&M's. I, I don't like buy Three Musketeer. I never even had a Baby Ruth, but I don't like that. Is that nougat again? What no, is it's, I think it's like a dark chocolate cream. Okay, yeah, I'm cool. Nope. By the way, you're going to come over on Saturday night? Yeah. I will I will have candy corn M&M's. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. One has to go. Take my insulin now. <laughs> One has to go. Sour Patch Kids, Tootsie Rolls, Hot Tamales. Buy, buy Sour Patch Kids. Okay. And I don't even like Hot Tamales. What was the second one? Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. The OG. Goodbye. Sour Patch Kids, they do something to my tongue. Mm -mm. Last one. One has to go. Blow Pops, Almond Joy, Jolly Rancher. Oh, I love Jolly Rancher these days. What flavor? An apple. Apple apple Jolly Rancher is so good. What was the other one? Blow Pop. Almond Joy. Oh, bye Blow Pop. Really? Yeah. I like Almond Joy. That's the one with the almond and the almond in it. It's coconut and almond. Um, Joyous have nuts. Mounds don't. Very nice. <laughs> I decided to remember it. I don't like those in peppermint patties. Okay, no matter those skiing commercials. No. They were so dumb. I do remember those commercials. They, they go. Yeah. No candy makes you do that. Uh, please go read the story uh, from the Blade and, and Allison Dunn and her really detailed work about the murder suicide yesterday. Just a, a terrible story. And again, we should all be far more distraught for that than we are. Just because it wasn't a mass shooting doesn't mean we shouldn't have our eye on this and see what the heck happened mm-hmm. um, and mourn with the family as well. Uh, like 130 jobs could be lost in Perrysburg. We'll get to that next in news in less than 15 minutes. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the Morning Reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. What's that? You didn't do and yes. I'm sorry. I got my paper, so let's do it. I know, like, it doesn't sound like I'm tired, but I really am. And I, and whenever I tell people that I hate hate waking up early, I'm not a morning person, like, it doesn't sound like it on the radio because it's 
like we can't lollygag through this. <laughs> I always tell people, I always tell people because I've always had early jobs that it's something you never get used to. Never, you, you never get used to getting up early. Like even nurses will tell you they're like, when that when that three a.m. alarm goes off, you just everyone does that collective, because <sighs> you have to get up. Mm-hmm. No one likes getting up, no matter what time you get up. 128 jobs, two-thirds of them certified or teaching positions, uh, could be cut from Perrysburg School District if voters reject the proposed property tax being put on the ballot next month. This year, this past school year alone, the district lost about $4 million because the number of students in the state uh, in its state funding formula are capped. According to uh, Perrysburg Superintendent Tom Hosler, he said in a recent online letter, the statistic was amplified at a meeting last night to discuss all this. Numerous other cuts would come and a series of new fees would likely be imposed. A pay-to-play program for athletics, drama, music, and other activities that may be explored. Eight full-time certified uh, certified or teaching jobs would be reduced to part-time. Trips to the zoo and local camps would be discontinued. And the elimination of assistant coaches would mean an end to the freshman and JV spring sports. Mm-hmm. Nearly all programs, from science to language arts to special ed, would be affected by a higher student to teacher ratio according to the plan and there are several more meetings coming up in various uh perrysburg locations for people to be informed further about this and i think one of the uh interesting numbers was the school has grown in the past several years more than they've had an a higher influx of students than is in the entire ottawa hill school district from what i was because i was watching on news this morning it seems like they had a baby boom right like you know what i mean like a like it was just, and it's not like they're. What's the word I'm looking for when you don't live in district, out of district students? Like these are legit. A lot of people move to Perrysburg. Yeah, these are these are legit citizens who pay taxes. Um, this seems very drastic, and I just hope it's resolved because as someone who, I'm gonna bite myself in the butt, who didn't really care for like math, social studies, and English, like the arts was like my escape, and that's how I learned. Most of my stuff in high school, don't get me wrong, it's worth it. But like to hear that some of that stuff's on the chopping block, it kind of it makes me nervous because some some kids that's their outlet to learn. Some people learn their math skills with their art classes, like they infuse everything together. So hopefully it's resolved. And I'm guessing that the the levy. I, I hope the levy will pass, and then perhaps. Uh, Jobs, leadership, jobs, and positions of leadership within the school board and the school district will potentially be at stake or yeah. decided because it's your job to have this kind of foresight mm-hmm. to go. We have we have all this development in Perrysburg. This means more families, more kids, more students. So they didn't do the math right. And this, and honestly, when you're going to the polls to vote, and like I said, I live nowhere near Perrysburg, but like think of the kids. Like there's this is ultimately about the children i know there's jobs on the line but like this is yeah you have to fund it yeah it's going to benefit your children it truly truly will more school stuff jackman elementary uh, special intervention teacher has been placed on unpaid administrative leave because of uh, an investigation involving the assault of an eight-year-old autistic student nearly a month ago rachel lazier will also be assigned new non-classroom job duties when she returns from her four days off without pay according to the washington local school superintendent katie onstad on september 26 it was reported that lazier assaulted an eight-year-old autistic student according to the the Toledo police report uh, filed about five days ago. The boy was forcibly removed from the classroom and pushed against a window. A window. Lazier has not been charged with the crime. What did we just learn last week with the uh, the daycare thing? Keep your damn hands to yourself, especially. It, yeah, this is a secret. You know, it's not a secret. This is a passion of mine. 
first off, it's a child who's eight. They're going to be ornery anyway, let alone adding autism on top of it. They, they can't communicate. They can't communicate like we could. John, stop. John is not autistic. John knows what stop means. As with using Tony, stop. They're going to go, but they're going to look. You can't do that. Like that pisses me off that you hurt a child because your frustration got in your way because you can't communicate. You, you in this, you are the educator in this. You should be the one with the brains and the bronze to be like, hmm, let me take myself out. In most centers, if you literally PA down to the office or get your phone out and text your administrator and just be like, hey, I need a break from Tony right now. They'll be like, okay, give me five minutes. It's not worth the cost, it's which not. is this and beyond. Just let the kid be. Um, because now every time a parent comes in, they're going to give you a side eye. I don't even know who you are. And then if I see you out, I'm like, this is my friend, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be like, mm, I know who you are. Keep your hands to yourself right. for adults and kids. Uh, Tom Anuski is staying with city council for now. He had initially stepped down. He resigned from his position. He's uh, term limited, so he can't run again. He is uh, part of District 5 and was honored at the October 15th meeting for his longtime service to the city as he's prepared or was prepared to start a new full-time job at UT as the director of local relations in the university's government relations office. UT on Friday sent him a letter informing they wanted to push back his start date to November 18th. His offer is conditional upon approval by the UT Board of Trustees. Voters on November 5th will decide whether Republican Tom Names or Democrat Sam Meldon will be the new District 5 councilman come 2020. I don't know why he did this. Uh, maybe he just, you know, wanted the paycheck for the, the month, the extra month or so. <laughs> I, I don't know how any of this works. I did Okay. You just uh, tell me who to vote for and let me know, hear your issues and be like, okay. There is uh, a new Medical marijuana place opening up in Adrian on Saturday called Gage Cannabis <coughs> Com- Company. Uh, it's opening up on Main Street in Adrian. Begin taking customers at 8 a.m. on Saturday, and they're going to have food trucks out there and product giveaways. Center's hours will be from 8 to 9 p.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it is uh, part of a Shelby Township, Michigan-based company, which was founded in 2017. Remember, you've got to have um, a valid medical marijuana program patient ID to enter the center. Isn't pot legal in Michigan? <clears throat> Medically. I don't know about the... I think the other stuff is still going through But the they legalities. did legalize the recreation. <clears throat> Recreational. So in that, wouldn't that be obsolete once that all logistics stuff all works out? No, because I think it's still going to be regulated very tightly. Um... We talked about a, a place, I guess it's Yandy.com. This is not the Golden Girls costume at Target, but it is the sexy Mr. Rogers and sexy skimpy Bob Ross. Now they've got a costume called the Sold Out Chicken Sandwich to honor Popeyes. It sells for about $80 if they haven't all sold out already. I have to look at this. It's a brown bodysuit, a ruffled, what is it B-O-D-I-C-E? Like a ruffled bodysuit and a white sold out stamp. All right. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts is introducing a meatless sandwich nationwide. It'll start selling its plant-based Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich next month. They first introduced uh, the meatless sausage in New York City over the summertime. Sales were twice as high as expected. Dunkin's also been experimenting with new breakfast items like breakfast bowls and healthier sandwiches. Uh, More than 9,000 Dunkin' locations, and I love all of them. I wish they were closer to me. We'll start serving the new sandwich on November 6th. So I was reading on one of the news websites, and someone had commented, This is getting out of hand. I want my meat. And literally someone commented under her, Don't eat it. (laughs) Like We're not forcing the plant 
base meat on you. And then she went on this huge tirade about like how the government's trying to take the meat away. Blah, 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 blah. Meat is animal population control. And I was like, there are some crazies in Toledo. And like, and you know, I don't like calling people crazies, but like, Girl, she went on a tear. I should have copy and pasted and sent it to you. I'm um, also, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> any of these places that have introduced meatless options have not taken off the meat options. No, and like, and like people were engaging with her, and I was, and I was that like Michael Jackson popcorn gift. Like I was just here just to read the comments, and each time someone had said something, she had like a long drawn out rebuttal that I'm pretty sure no one read except me. Like it was just like. This is ridiculous. The government, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't even think this is a government thing. And you wonder why I think (laughs) Thanos was on to (laughs) something. Yeah, she was going in. I was like, calm the hell down, girl. 639 with the morning reboot. Uh, Some more fun that came out of Jennifer Lawrence's wedding uh, about her wedding dress before 7 o'clock. On the morning reboot, good morning, Hocus Pocus tickets. Uh, type in Q105 as your password on the Stranahan's website. We'll also, and you can save some money there, we'll give them to you with Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, some easy geography um, right after 7.30 this morning. It's Eric and Floyd, Q105. You can text the show whenever you'd like, 419-240-1055. Uh, Charlize Theron, Jennifer Lawrence, and Nicki Minaj in a second. But first, so that restaurant, that what is it called again? The Firehouse Place? Yes, the Firehouse Bar and Grill. So it's opening? I guess it's open. Opening. So I've lived People in People have been inside. I've lived in that area for now 10 months, but I've driven past it in the past, and I never knew it was open or closed, and there's been more activity outside of it lately, looking like it was going to open or reopen, and then as I just mentioned to you, and thank you for explaining, there is the, the unique colors of the American flag mm-hmm. um, are are waving on the flagpole. Yeah. And I never thought, I thought you could not do anything at all to the American flag, but apparently that's not correct. Yeah, because the blue line is symbolizes the fallen first responders, police officers. Um, I believe it's, I think it's like the firefighter people, the police officers. It's to honor them, the, the fallen ones. Got it. I've never, I've never known that. I've never, the only time mm-hmm. I've ever seen something like that is like the backwards flag on on military uniforms mm-hmm. i don't even know what that means but yeah i thought for sure that you couldn't do anything with the flag yeah <sighs> i wonder if the food is good hopefully <laughs> um Charlize theron went to uh, some dark places to win an oscar for portraying port- for portraying the real-life serial killer Eileen Wernos back in 2003 with Monster. But uh, she, sa- uh, she said playing Bombshell with Megyn Kelly was even more of a struggle. This was harder. She said while comparing the two experiences during a conversation following a screening of the movie Sunday in New York City. She's incredibly well-known. I've never played anybody on that level. I've played real people that nobody knows uh, nobody knows about, so there was less pressure when I did those. She also produced the Jay Roach-directed film, um, said she considered not playing Kelly when she was first approached with the material. Maybe there's somebody out there who can do this better than you can, but I was really just too scared to. I honestly know her so superficially. Bombshell, which stars Charlize Theron as Megan Kelly, Nicole Kidman um, as Gretchen Carlson, and Margot Robbie as a Fox News worker, tells the story of the women who claim they were sexually harassed yeah. by the former Fox News CEO, Roger Ailes, played by John Lithgow. Uh, Kelly and Carlson, both former employees of the network, claimed sexual harassment from Ailes during their careers. 
That movie looks so good. Did you see the... Did I show you the side-by-side of yeah. her? Oh, that's in uncanny. She had some work or prosthetics it done to her face. had to be prosthetics because Charlize, Charlize, she's like more chiseled. It's where um, Megan Kelly's more... Her jawline's more prominent. We'll put it that way. Not like uh, a big jawline, but like Charlene, Charlize has a more narrow face as with Megan Kelly's is more wide. The nose is what caught me. Yeah. Charlize yeah. Theron's nose is rounder than Megan Kelly's, but yeah. not when you see the work. Next up, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, her wedding dress from Dior got its own room. Uh, she made sure the wedding dress was given a five-star experience before the wedding. According to page six, the Dior gown had its own room. The Dior design team flew in directly from Paris the day before she got married, and the gown had a private guest room booked for safekeeping at Newport's historic Hotel Viking for the evening. The fact that Jennifer wore Dior shouldn't be much of a surprise. She's the face of the brand. After the bride and groom exchanged their I do's, a food truck owned by Kevin Tortorella fed the guests. Funny enough, Kevin, who owns Boston's Baddest Burger and Sandwich Company, said he didn't know he was hired to do Jennifer Lawrence's wedding until he got there. I actually didn't know until I got on the property. He told the Boston Globe, I found out when I got there and there was a paparazzi everywhere. I was thinking there there's no, there's more than meets the eye <laughs> to this. So your own room for your wedding dress? I yeah. want that money. What do they do? Like serve it tea and stuff? Like I don't know. Or just have people watch it? Like it I do love Jennifer Lords, but I'm like, no one wants your wedding dress. How much do you think a Dior gown costs? Uh, you just say Dior and this whole, my cost of living just went down to, dramatically. So. Uh, 20,000? I'd go, I'd. 50000 at least. For a dress? Yeah. Okay. Trust me. I sell Dior cologne and perfume. I'm like, really? I did notice that <laughs> in any <laughs> of the expensive. paparazzi pictures that you've seen of her and uh, Cook Maroney, they're always holding hands. Maybe they're, maybe they're in love. Well, I, they got married. <laughs> yeah. so it's just something I know. You see a lot of other couples yeah. not holding hands. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Minaj can finally refer to Kenneth Zoo Petty as her husband without confusing people. After using the nickname to describe him in the past, they've... Uh, and they finally got married. She's 36. He's 41. She announced the news on uh, Monday on a video on Instagram showing matching Mr. and Mrs. mugs and black and white baseball caps that had bride and groom written across them. On an August 12th episode of her show, uh, Queen Radio, she revealed that they'd filed for a marriage license and would be married in about 80 days. We still had to pick it up, and I was traveling. By the time I came back, we had to renew it again. From that time, you have 90 days to get married. That was about a week ago. So now I have about 80 days, but they are finally at long last married. Okay. Start your family like you wanted to, girl. What else do I want to give you here? She's not a mom, is she? No, she. that's why she, quote unquote, was retiring to start a family. But Maybe it was a forced retirement. I, I, Lack of hits. And she's still got money, though. She got endorsements. Mm-hmm. You don't even make money making music anymore. Like It's all about your endorsement deals. Uh, did I... Pronounce this correctly. Uh, is it Alexis Bladell? Why is that name sound familiar? Uh, b- 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 Gilmore Girl, Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. She is the most dangerous celebrity to search on the internet, according to uh, McAfee. I love when these lists come out. <laughs> uh, trailing Bladell at number two is talk show host James Corden, followed by Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, actress Anna Kendrick, movie star Lupita Nyongo, talk show star Jimmy Fallon, also Jackie Chan, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj. And finally, Tessa Thompson at number 10. The survey is meant to highlight 
highlight the danger of clicking on suspicious links. Bad actors will attach, uh, bad actors will attach malware and malicious links to famous names, hoping fans search for videos on the internet and will fall victim. McAfee urges internet users to consider risk as- associated uh, for searching with pirated content and always apply updated security. Fixes Davis. Uh, let's see. Uh, the spokesperson explained that Bladell and Turner likely landed on the list due to their respective roles on The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu and Game of Thrones on HBO, both subscriber-based ser- services. Bladell takes over the top spot from someone you will never guess. Ooh. I could give you a hundred guesses and you'll never get it. Julia uh, Roberts. Nope. <laughs> Ruby Rose. Uh, largely because of. Uh, her playing Batwoman, which recently debuted. This year's list also indicates interest in reality stars who may have waned. Kristen Cavallari and Kourtney Kardashian, who both found themselves in last year's top 10, dropped to number 214 and 222, respectively. So it's a list you don't want to be on them. Um, who's still getting viruses on their computers or malware or anything? 13-year-olds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you, you, can't, you, you can't get it when you search on your phone, per se. You know, and most... Most places, before you click on something, a warning pops up. It's like, hey, this is an unrestricted area. And I'm like, I don't care. I need my videos. Click. I don't know. Uh, cheating is probably the worst. Assuming we eliminate you know, physical contact. But cheating, uh, lying. But maybe this is actually the worst thing to do in your relationship. And even I know not to do this. <laughs> what is it? We'll do it in less than 15 minutes. Q1- 7.12, but at 7.30, we'll get to Tacos and Trivia Tuesday uh, to try to give you a chance to uh, answer some pretty easy questions for tickets to go see Kathy and Jimmy and Hocus Pocus coming up next, the end of this week? Yeah, the end of this week. Um, Sunday. At the Stranahan, or the beginning of next week. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric, Chase, and Floyd. You can text the show or call whenever you'd like, 419-240-1055. Uh, something you might overlook in relationships that you do that you should not do in a second. So last night, uh, when I was invited by, by my friend Dr. Janet Goy, Dr. Janet Hoy Gerlach. I always can I always swap her G's and H's. But Dr. Janet over at UT, she's in the psychology department. She wanted me to come speak to her class. It's the second time I've I've done that for her. And it was um I mentioned earlier in the show, it was it was all girls. Mm-hmm. And not that that was intimidating, but it was just, you know, one of those things that I observe. It's because you're used to like mixed mixed crowds, mixed mingling, infusion. You know where I'd expect all girls? St. Ursula, not yeah. UT. It's yeah. just the way it was. So one guy did show up like 15 minutes in, and I I was very content with the the talk that I gave. Um, it wasn't anything that was like a hardcore presentation. I just sat up on the desk at the teacher in the front of the class, crossed my legs, and told the story and and, and shared what Janet wanted me to, and then. Sometimes when I do these things, I don't get a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And sometimes you got to like really kickstart them to right. light the match. So we were kind of sitting there for like 15 seconds. And I'm like, Janet, make, make them ask questions. And the one dude who, who came late said, raised his hand. I said, yeah, what do you got? I said, were you at an opiate town hall back last year? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because like you're probably like, oh, I already answered this question because you know it's been so slow. It gets better. <laughs> That's what you asked me. I said, I think it was more like in February or March. But yes, I was. He's like, yes, I, I remember you speaking there. I said, um, I was expecting better questions. He's like, it's the only one you have. 
Then they actually started to ask questions, but he got me good. Ooh. I got got. You got got. Um, from someone who's 15 minutes late. Yeah. Uh, good morning. It's the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, 419-240-1055. There are no personal stories with this, but we were just something we were talking about off the air yesterday. Floyd's been in a relationship now for, for almost a year. Yes. Uh, I haven't dated anybody since like... In almost a year. Wow. No. Willy Wonka. Huh? We went to Willy Wonka and you brought the girl. Yeah, yeah, that was like in March. Was that in March? Yeah. Boy, everybody's time is out of place. Matthew's <laughs> time, your I'm time. Like, huh? Okay, 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 okay. Um, there are some really bad things to do in relationships. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing to do with any kind of violence or hitting no, or any no, kind no, of no. abuse like that. Just some some no-nos. Cheating, obviously. Um Lying now, extensive look, lying. Yeah, we'll put it that like way. Like little white lies or lies of omission. I, depending on your person, you might want to be completely forthcoming. Maybe you want to withhold some things, but secret identity. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're a Russian spy. You murdered thousands. Are you dating other people? No. <laughs> oh, that but, story. Like I told you back in the. Oh, I yes. said on air early in the week. Yeah, well, last, last week. week. Yeah. yeah, your time is your clock is way off. You know what? It's fine. So even though I am not a relationship expert, I think I know people pretty well. And mm-hmm. I, I take those people skills um, into whoever I'm dating or any kind of... And I know not to do this because I, I have heard enough other people complain or stop dating somebody yeah. because their person did this like it was part of the regular conversation. Right. And then... um, And I've been in a few situations. I'll, I'll make it more personal. Like... It's happened to me, but not to an extent. But, like, after the fact, I kind of was just like, damn, I was in the shadows. You know what I mean? Like, so. Not even in the shadows, but. I think it's the number one rule not to do when you're in a relationship. Yeah, if you take out the real big ones, like the deal breakers, lying, cheating. Yeah. I I would agree. 419-240-1055. Would you like to take a stab at what we're talking about or beating around the bush with as to what you shouldn't do in a relationship? And some people do it too often. And again, it leads to... I don't... I think if you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. not like serious relationship, uh, this will this will cause you to stop dating these people. And again, I know not to do and it. You, and some people, when they're dating, make this a part of the normal discourse. Like, what would you say are the three to five things that you and I talk about in our friendship? Nerd stuff. Work. Work. Mutual friends. Mutual friends. I'll say, um... And more nerd stuff. More nerd stuff, and I and I talk about you with about Sam stuff because because like I said, it was fairly new to me to be in a relationship. My dogs, and your dog. I say, and we actually started the show when I was starting a relationship, so it was like there was a common bond between us right there, like something new that I'm fresh and don't know much about, and I'd be like, hey, talk to you about it because like you were going as much blind as I was, just one of those situations. Um, and also if you want to text instead of call. And you get it correct. I have one last pair of tickets for Field of Fear. Okay. So if you got to get it right, but yeah, I think, like I said, after like cheating, lying, secret identity, you ha- in my situation a few years ago, you thought you were the main one, but you were the side piece the whole time. But I think this is the number one thing you should not do because a, it doesn't look good on you. It's going to make the other person feel some type of way, and. I think it's a lot of where insecurities come from in a relationship. 
to be honest. Yeah, I could see how the other person could feel that way. And I also think it it strikes with the person who is doing this, it strikes at you having unresolved issues. Whether an inability to... Well, I don't want to say it much more than that, but let me ask you this. We'll take, not that this is the case, but what are the things that you and Sam talk about most in your relationship? Um, work. (laughs) Just a lot of work. Um, we're both gearing up for trips right now. I'm trying to think of other stuff. You both have new jobs. We both have new jobs. So like, like you said, like that's, that's a common, that's a new common ground for us that we can talk about. I can vent to him about something. He can vent to me about a lot of stuff. Um... What's going to happen? Like trying to schedule time to see each other. Yeah, unless you're like a parent, unless you're co-parenting, there's a lot of mundane things you talk about in a relationship. For sure. Like it's, it's, and I actually talk about this with Elijah because like this is fairly new to me. Um, got a text. Um, that in, in a relationship that for me, I haven't had a serious one in forever, so I don't know how to act. And I actually told Elijah, who's been in one for a minute, I was like, is this how it's supposed to be? And he was like, girl, yes. And I was like, so I'm doing everything right? He's like, uh-huh. And it's I go, really a lot. Because more- it feels, it, and if you're listening, I feel like sometimes it's just boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They like, are I- a lot more boring than <laughs> Facebook and Instagram would have you, you believe. You know what I mean? Like, and like, I think all of us have like this feigned relationship that we've seen like on TV shows and movies. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be this. And I just, and I told Elijah like a few months ago, I said, I feel like I'm boring or stale. He goes, no, you're in a relationship. That's what they do. Find someone who you can fight with in a cordial way. Find someone who you can be bored with. And that's why I thought my my long, last long relationship was going so well. Like, we could do absolutely nothing together. And it was fine. Uh, we we have a winner. We, uh, <laughs> I, so one person said how they treat other people. That's a big deal. Um uh, hitting on other people, that also a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But what, you want to read the one that, that we believe got it right? The one you talk about your ex, the whole relationship. Right. Because the other two are, are like, if they're hitting on other people, you got to go. Yeah. Uh, if they mistreat other people, maybe at some point that'll come to you. But someone who is constantly bringing up their ex, yeah. again, to me, it's, it seems like you have unresolved issues. Whether mm-hmm. they hurt you and you can't yeah. get over it, or you can't get over them. Well, like, even, um, in the, and we can make this more personal, even with Janet. When she's here on Mondays giving people reads, she like she'll always be like, They have daddy or mommy issues or they can't seem to get over a past relationship. And like you hear like either the woman or a man on the other line go, huh. and that laugh symbolizes like, girl, you have no idea. And I and I've been in relationships where people were just like, Well, you know, when I did this with well just I use the word what's our what's our name here that we use Carl. When Carl I, Yeah, that's our that's our show fake name. So like I'll be, like, on a date with someone or, like, back in the day, they're like, well, you know, when I did this with Carl, we did this. I'm just like, well, I'm also not Carl, and clearly stuff did not work out with you and Carl, so right. please don't compare me to Carl. And even if... Because it, it gets irritating to the point that, sorry to cut you off, that even on my end, I'm going to feel insecure, but I'm also going to build up a wall to be a complete A. You know what I mean? Like, every time you say... I'm going to catch an attitude. And somebody might repeatedly or too often talk about their ex because they're co-parenting. 
that's different. Like a person, the other person should be able to compartmentalize like, okay, they're talking about parenting duties, mm-hmm. not what was necessarily going on between them. And, yeah. and there's a there's a, a tangible limit. And I know in the, my course of years of meeting lots of different people, you know, one of the common questions that I'll ask when I'm getting, so what happened to your last relationship? And too often you hear, they talk about their ex too much. Mm-hmm. It, it's true. And then, Honestly, what you and Carl did at a pumpkin patch is going to be something totally different than what you and I are going to do at a pumpkin patch. Or you and Carl went to this Italian restaurant is going to be something different. Maybe I don't even like Italian. You know what I mean? Like I do love Italian, though. But I'm just saying, like, you you got to stop. Because first off, you're trying to start build a relationship with this foundation. Each relationship starts with a strong foundation. But if your foundation, if you invite another carpenter into the building... I'm already going to have an attitude and not even let anyone else in this house. Does that make sense? Like, I'm going to... Comparison comparison in almost all aspects of life leads to, to bad news. And then also, don't compare me to Carl and then introduce me to Carl. Okay? Like, this is my ex, Carl. Carl, this is my new boyfriend, Floyd. Oh, hello, Carl. Because A, Carl could be a very genuine, nice, pleasant human being. But I already have this defense built up that I hate Carl. Carl, I've I've heard a lot about you. A lot about you. Right. 723 with the morning reboot. Tickets to Hocus Pocus for Sunday night with Kathleen and Jimmy. Uh, We'll do these with, I think, some pretty easy questions for tacos and Trivia Tuesday next. And the only thing I want in my tacos right now is sunlight because we don't have any. Nothing says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Well, my tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. All right, if you want to win, uh, it's the Hocus Pocus, the Q&A with Kathy and the Jimmy E before and afterwards, Sunday at the Stranahan. Uh, call right now to play. I think the questions are going to be kind of easy, or will they? And I have a story as to why the topic today is uh, abbreviations. 419-240-1055. Call us right now and you'll be first up. If you get three out of five correct, you'll get the tickets to Hocus Pocus and Kathy and the Jimmy. So uh, our friend Ashley is back. She, uh, she, I think, went out to the Ozarks, the middle of Nowheresville, Missouri, for a wedding. And she told me, she'll tell us a story on Thursday uh, about how she caught the end of the, the tornado activity in Dallas that went up where she was. She had no idea what was going on. She just knew it was severe weather because she couldn't get on the uh, online anywhere because she was literally in the, no, in the middle of nowhere with access to nothing. For With, chi- with children. <laughs> with uh, Oh, children. You save yourself. What? You save yourself. Save myself If for there's it. a tornado, you save yourself. At least no, throw the kid into the tornado. There's babies. Stop that. Tucker, go to the Wizard of Oz. How dare you? Um. So last week, Ashley went on her trip, and she left her beloved backpack at mm-hmm. home. So I mailed it to her. She asked me to mail it to her. And it cost $81 to over, overnight, I'd say, like a 15-pound backpack from here to somewheresville, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And as I'm filling out the postage tag at the post office on um, McCord, I looked over at the woman, and I'm filling out whatever town it was. I said, don't hate me. I'm, I'm that bad postal customer. And I forgot my third grade geography. I forget the the abbreviation for Missouri. It's not MI because that's M-O. Michigan. It's MO. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> so I thought today we would do state abbreviations for tacos. Oh, ta- this is easy. For tacos and trivia Tuesday. Look, I thought I knew all this stuff too, and then I got put on the spot with Missouri. 
No. 419-240-1055. You can get three out of five state abbreviations correct. And apparently, I've got Mr. Third Grade Geography over here. Uh, you'll win tickets to Hocus Pocus and Kathleen and Jimmy at the Stranahan. First off, I love geography in school along with social studies. I thought about expanding this <laughs> beyond just the state abbreviations and maybe we can do geography because I Bring it. fancy myself quite a geography nerd as well. Mm. 419-240-1055 to win the tickets to Hocus Pocus. If you get three out of five right, you will win the tickets and Floyd is clearly ready to help you. Let- I am. I This is right up my alley. Let's do it. We've got 50 of them. Let me ask you a couple. Okay. Vermont. VT. What's the capital? We are not playing that game. <laughs> that's geography and that's social studies. Ver- what is the capital of Vermont? Montpelier. Or oh, it I is Montpelier. You're right. You're right. I don't know right. how to correctly pronounce it. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hello? Oh, they hung up on you. first hang up on the new phone line. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Joy. Hi, Joy. Ready to play with us? Sure. Okay, I need three out of five right. You'll get the Hocus Pocus tickets. First up, El- what's the abbreviation for Illinois? I-L. What is the abbreviation for Iowa? I-O. What is the abbreviation for Kansas? For Kansas? Yep. K- K-S. What is the abbreviation for Nevada? <laughs> N-V. You sure? Um, That's right. I was just asking you. <laughs> don't um, do that to you, her. You got three out of four. The uh, uh, Iowa is Floyd. What's the abbreviation of Iowa? Isn't it IW? You're both for I A. You only had one. Is it I A? It's I A. Okay, okay, that was my fault. Joy, Sorry. Hold on a second. We have tickets for you to go see Hocus Pocus and the Q and A with Kathy and Jimmy. Hold on, okay. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, Mister Smarty Pants. Oh, stop, Mister Bill Nye, the geography guy, Delaware. Oh, that's D E D E duh. Alaska. A K. Tennessee. Isn't that TN? Yeah. Sorry. Like Tiana. <laughs> Stop that. <clears throat> Oklahoma. Okay. Oregon. Oh, wow. That's O-R. Washington, the state. W-A. Our most... <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> we already did that. V-T. No, oh, we... no. V- V-A. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Last one, Maine. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's M E. That's correct. Yeah. Some of them, some of them are. You have to think about. They're yeah, kind of tricky. Yeah, some of them because they're they're. What's Minnesota? M N. M N. Okay, 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 okay. So Minnesota, Michigan, Missouri, Maine. Those are the those are probably the ones that people get most construed. Connecticut. That's CT. Okay. 741 with the morning reboot. We've got entertainment on the way. This person believes they look nearly identical to Ryan Reynolds. And I think if you look hard enough, I can see it. We'll do that before 8. 752, the morning reboot on Q105.
You okay? The sun came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, hello. Uh, yeah, the light did pop up real fast. Um, who the Ryan Reynolds look like is, in just a second, 8.05, we'll get to your uh, national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. Also, new baking contest. Danielle, let's bake together again at DeRocher's. This is for a... Uh, Best Thanksgiving side dish with some really cool prizes at Drocher's with uh, like a $1,500 value there. You can find out more and submit on our website, q1055.com. Uh, we just had our friend Dana in here. We were talking about gross candies. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the the candy corn um, loyalists like myself mm-hmm. have begun to fight back. <laughs> and, and this is good because... It's a revolution, to be honest. It's not a revolution. It is. It, it, then it's a losing one because w- people like myself can't convince people that candy corn is good, and you don't need the peanuts. It tastes just fine. Now, look, I'll, I'll agree. The pumpkins are nasty. The, the pumpkins are overkill, but candy corn is fine. Um, but there is a bit of a pushback. The, the small revolution is beginning with people who say, you rip on candy corn, but there's always black licorice, which is pretty nasty and disgusting. And we brought up, what's that? The, the Mike and Ike sister good can't... Good and plenty. Plenty good or something like that? Good and plenty. I think it's good and plenty. Nasty. Mm. Nasty. And how dare you coat that licorice nonsense with delicious purple and white. Right. Also, purple dye tastes nasty anyway. Mm-hmm. Has that weird taste, no matter if it's on frosting, if it's the jelly bean type thing that that dye just it has that taste that when i taste it, it takes me back to like church candy i'm just like oh this is so nasty um i if you didn't know i am a big time candy corn fan in fact i'm having some people over on saturday night i will be purchasing both candy corn and candy corn m&ms look them up just because i don't think you believe you- i know they exist fine it, it, we were legit m&m commercial right there oh they exist um now I thought this was nonsense when I read the story, and then I listened to her, and then I watched them side by side, and I'm like, I'm buying this. It, you just have to look closely. So this is Kate Beckinsale. You get them at Target. Of course, it's I can. the first place it showed up. On and my I'm thing. sure there will be a, 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 a <laughs> stockpile of them because even if they're M and M's, people are not buying candy corn because I, we are in the minority. Um. Kate Beckinsale. You yes. know exactly what she looks like. Yeah. Although it looks like she's had some work done. Oh, no. No, d- tell me it doesn't look like that. Oh, no. I hit Because, you know, she's like my Hollywood girl crush, too. Like, it looks like there's some, some Botox, at least. And I might not know what I'm talking about, but she obviously looks very young for her age. She mm-hmm. looks great, but it, she's probably had some, some... Just some fillers. Yes. Some fillers. I'm trying to add... Is there anybody you could think she resembles... Let's listen. No, I definitely look. I look. I'm. I look exactly like Ryan Reynolds, <clears throat> like in a shocking way. Like when sometimes I see a bus going by with a poster on, I think, damn, I look hot. Oh wait, it's not me. It's also I never did that movie. Like I've been. You at think home. you look like Ryan exactly Reynolds? Like Ryan Reynolds. Here's a picture of you and Ryan. I don't know if I. You see it? It's weird, right? <laughs> I don't really see it, but I, you don't I, see it. I don't really see it, but I mean, it's I've amazing. I've wrestled with how um, obviously he's not even like a sort of slightly girly boy bander type, but he's like a big Canadian man. Yeah. Like, the, and I really see myself in him. 
Have you ever worked with him? No. I can't be in the same room as him, so one of us would, I think, explode. Or something would happen. <laughs> but I have had, like, boyfriends be in the same room as him when I wasn't there and feel really compromised and I feel, like, way too intimate. <laughs> <laughs> They're attracted to Ryan? No, but they just feel like they've got, like, a special... Like, they, they, they sort of know things about his undercarriage that they shouldn't. But they don't. <laughs> <obviously Yeah>. they <laughs> don't. Um, you know, I'm looking at... The, there's a side-by-side picture. It's the eyes and the nose. Yes! They they do... they. If her eyes were a little bit bushier, she could be his twin sister. Like ever, I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw an oval. <laughs> on my, like everything in here, yes, looks the same. And they even have the same teeth. To be honest, like if we venture down past the nose, I see it. I'm not. I'm. I'm with her on this one. Her weird eccentric crush on him, or her bizarre <laughs> thoughts about him, and about how she's had boyfriends that can't be in the same. Like. I adore her now. Like they, I, I love this these little idiosyncrasies that I've now learned about Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, they have that that squinty eye. Yes, like, they look they do look very similar. If you're listening to us right now, because you're just you heard what she said, you're listening to our conversation. You're like, you guys are nuts. Look at the pictures. Honestly, just Google Kate Beckinsale, Ryan Reynolds. Don't put look alike because you'll get like this. That's what I did first. There's legit the click on image right now as we do it. It is one, two, three. The first three pictures are like, they could be brother and sister. I might have already posted it on our Cube Facebook page. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, next up, Amber Heard is making a splash on Instagram by protesting the platform's no-nipple policy by using her Aquaman co-star, Jason Momoa. She said um, her Instagram picture from, uh, from her September interview magazine shoot was deleted because it violated the platform's guidelines topless picture of her in a black blazer with her nipple exposed. I have seen this picture. Uh, to prove a point, she posted the same photo on Instagram with Momoa's face and chest photoshopped over her own. Her own. The altered image hasn't been removed. Uh, I decided to pay homage by replacing it with a picture that did meet Instagram's strict nudity guidelines and such careful gender policies. According to Instagram's community guidelines, the platform does not allow nudity, including some photos of female nipples. No mention of male nipples. Many celebrities have slammed their policy and advocated for free the nipple, going back to 2012, to challenge the gender discrimination against female breasts compared to males. The likes of Cara Delevingne, Miley, Bella Hadid, Chrissy Teigen, Chelsea Handler, Amber, Amber Rose, and Naomi Campbell have all stripped down for the cause. I have a question. And this, I know this is a date, a tale as old as time, like Beauty and the Beast. What is the, what, why are we worried about a female nipple? Like, why can't they just show it? You've seen what's on Twitter. Yeah, like I like I just don't get it. Like it's it's a chest. It's a chest. Like in in some my man boobs are probably bigger than Miley Cyrus's, and I could probably walk around type. I could probably walk around topless without anyone saying anything. However, just because she has a vagina, she can't show her nipple. I just don't get it. Let them show the nipple. If you zoom, and I think there are some <laughs> accounts that go whether you have to guess whether it's a man or a woman's nipple. We should play that with me. Um, <laughs> I just don't get it. It just—it seems like he, here's just what let I, him... as someone who is a boob person. <laughs> now we're diving deep into like personal sexual psychology. I am a boob person. They are a turn on for me, and I think over the course of whether it's just the way humans have evolved, mm-hmm. or I don't know where it began. I'd be really fascinated to read a psychological history of why someone like me is attracted to them. Who or what? When did we begin to sexualize the right. breast of a woman? Because that that's why 
Instagram has these policies. Now, conversely, um, some women are turned on by a man's by a man's chest. And and, and if we're gonna sexualize it and then we're gonna move on, some dudes like their nipples played with. You know what I mean? So I'm just yep. like, it's a sexual thing for men too. But it's if we're <laughs> if like it's far more so with a woman's breast. If you go to UT, I need you do a paper on this and then report to Eric and I whenever you have it done. I need 30 pages <laughs> on our desk by Friday. I the, will... the sexualization of women's breasts. I need to know. Last thing to get to here, because I don't want to tell you that Coldplay has an album coming out, is last night's Star Wars release trailer. It's an insane... Speaking of sexualized, you're kind of turned on right now. Mm-hmm. The Emperor's coming back. Feeling. It's the only thing I really care about. <laughs> together. Tickets are on sale now. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. It looks like bigger than ever, more epic than ever, and the uh, the, the the Skywalkers will come to some kind of an end. So whenever this comes out in December, and don't worry about, I never tell people none of the these shows. Don't worry about a show you want to see selling out, even on like the Thursday night, because as Jeff will probably tell us, they will have it in many theaters. Yeah. 802 with the morning reboot. More prizes on the way. Panel full of ladies. Lots of good questions lined up next. Yes. Amber Heard is pretty. Wide auto yes, finance. <laughs> this is the home of Eric Chase in the morning. Russ Ryder and your work. Ladies, ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric, you're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419 240 1055. Start dialing. Yeah, we have room for uh, one more. We've got on six. Yeah, they ring out of order. Hi, Devin. Good morning. Good morning. Good to have you with us. How are you? I'm good. You're 24, single, no kids? That is correct. All right. Let me make sure that's pressed (laughs) correctly. Um, This is Shirley, right? Yes. Shirley. You spelled Cheryl. Did I spell Cheryl? Yeah. My bad. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Shirley. 51, divorced with some grown-up kids, and it's your birthday? Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, we do have room for one more. If you'd like to hop in, 419-240-1055. Um, today's questions begin like this. Devin, what would you rather be doing right now? Still be in bed with a cup of coffee and my dog. <laughs> yeah, I figure that would be the answer. Uh, I'll grab it. I'll okay. grab it. Um, I'm picking up line four. Uh, Devin, Shirley, uh, Shirley, hold on. Who's on three? Who did I just pick up? Abby. Hi, Abby. Abitha. Hello, Abby. Hi, guys. Devin, you'd rather be back in bed with your dog? Yes. I figure that's going to be the way this question goes right now. <laughs> Shirley, what about you? What would you rather be doing right now? I would rather be sleeping. Yeah. Uh, like flat out <laughs> flat out asleep. Not just like in bed, yes. but asleep. Okay. It is your birthday after all. Uh, Abby, what would you rather be doing right now? Um, yeah, in bed, Netflix, with my dog, yep. Okay. Next up, Devin, if (laughs) you lived with you, what would be the best part and worst part of living with you? (laughs) Um, 
I would say best part about living with me is that I like to be the hostess with the mostest. Okay. So I like to have people over and hang out and chill all the time. But the worst thing about it is the fact that I like to push off doing laundry as much as possible. Okay. And sometimes it builds up in my bedroom. Right. So it just, it, yeah, um, you, you don't go into my room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like... Um uh, I always like to push back on the people who say women are too emotional. I say humans are too emotional. Women have just as many laundry piles as men do, like the wore it once pile, like it doesn't smell yet pile, I'm going to wear it again pile. And that sounds like you, Devin. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, Shirley, what, if, if you were living with you, what would be the best part and worst part of living with yourself? I would say the best part would be that I am a very good cook and a very good baker. Okay. But I hate doing dishes. Hate, okay. All right. So the dishes will pile up, but they'll eat well. Abby, what about you? What What would be the best part of living with you and the worst part? The best part would be, like, I could have music on and be singing as loud as I want all day long whenever I'm alone. And then the worst part would be... I hate chores, and it would become disgusting in my house. Okay. Um, Devin, what's something you don't want to see from somebody on Facebook? What's a poster or status you just don't want to see? I uh, ended up actually cutting all, like, political stuff out of my Facebook. I don't know how, but when, like, the Hillary, Trump, all of that stuff, past election took place, I ended up completely avoiding all of that. I don't like seeing political stuff on my Facebook. I don't want to deal with that. It all turns negative and everybody shares their political views and it's just, you know what, I really don't care what your political views are. It's, okay. It, it's your opinion and there you go. Sure. Uh, Shirley, what about you? What's something you don't want to see on Facebook? I would have to say the same thing. I should all have... the political things, all the bashing, all the I'll cut you out if you support so-and-so and it's just nonsense. I should have uh, eliminated mm-hmm. that that option to answer. Abby, what about you? What don't you want to see on Facebook or social posts? It may sound insensitive, but I really hate when people say, send prayers, update to follow, or... <laughs> right. You know, yeah, like they, this ambiguous, something bad's happening, but I'm not going to tell you about it. Oh, vague booking. Yeah, I'm with you on that yep. one, Abby. If you vague book, you should be immediately kicked off. <laughs> and by the way, Abby, <laughs> when it, Abby, when it comes to thoughts and prayers, I have to share some. Are we friends on Facebook? Yeah. Okay, I have to send you a picture of, uh, it's a picture, it's a meme of Jesus checking his computer to see if uh, a small child got enough likes to save his life. Yeah, I saw that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> Last question, and I can't wait uh, for so Devin, when you're mm-hmm. twi- when you're twice your age, how do you foresee your uh, your sex drive being? I hope it's the same. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm hoping that it's it's high and just I mean <laughs> once. Okay. Maybe twice a day. <laughs> uh, Shirley, let's let. I'm just going to say that you have great genes, and you're going to make it to 102. How do you envision your uh, your sex drive at that age? Oh, full going full strong. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Get her. me out of the wheelchair. Get me out of the walker. Uh, Abby, what about you? You'll be 70 something. Yeah. How do you foresee yourself at that age? 
Oh, um, I, I will most, uh, this is a hard question because, uh, I don't think my husband will be around anymore. Okay. Well, you can have somebody, really kind of, you can have somebody else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I might be looking. Okay. There we go. He's like, please just don't break me. Uh, let me see if I can put everybody on hold correctly. Yes, yes, they're all on hold. Prizes for all of them. Floyd, when you're 72, how do you foresee your, your drive being? Napping. Right. right. <laughs> I think everybody Napping. except for maybe Devin is overestimating themselves. Napping. Devin will be good to go when she's still near 50. Uh, good answers. Jeffy McGee is by big October openings for Floyd to throttle me in the uh, the trailer game coming up in a few minutes. Also, text the national keyword. Let me make sure I give it to you correctly. Luck, L-U-C-K. Text the national keyword luck, L-U-C-K, to 95819 to try to win the $1,000 payoff. Since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. 8.32, good morning. It's the morning reboot, Q105. Eric and Floyd, some Super Smash Brothers music. Our friend Jeffy McGee is here. We'll play the trailer game. We'll find out what to watch before 9 o'clock. Good morning, Jeff. Oh, oh, oh my God, so sorry, so sorry. You'd think I'd know that by now. No problem. Good morning, guys. There we go. Hi, how y'all doing this morning? We're good, we're good. Floyd, are you ready to wax the floor with me in another trailer game? Yeah. Let's not count our waxings before they're hatched, because ultimately I think this week it might be a little bit more balanced in terms of like types of movies that a lot of people might know about and a variety enough that you might have a chance. I'm just saying, because for those of you who are ready for it, a theme. It is the end of October. This weekend is going to be the last October weekend. And so we're going to look at the biggest October weekend openings in movie history. And we're going to take them in order. So there's a nice little variety of movies here. I mean, I mean, there are a couple that you, you know, make seem obvious. It's October. It's Halloween month. So you're going to go for the scary movies. But... There are a few that kind of surprise in terms of like what, you know what's in here. So I think you're going to be potentially on even playing field. Now I'm not saying that definitively because I've thought that a few times the last few weeks. And Floyd has just been you know like like the the New England Patriots of this game <laughs> over the last few weeks. So Floyd, you look unfocused. No, I'm good. Okay, keep. Playing Facebook or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm good. Keep playing Facebook because that's that's, Facebook. What, that's what we all do. We just play on Facebook. There's no actual you know in, information exchange involved. So we're gonna start with the highest grossing opening weekend in October history. Number one on the list, please. Arthur, I have some bad news for you. Floyd. That's the Joker. <laughs> Okay, maybe this Joker, won't, maybe Joker. maybe this won't be a maybe this won't be an, an easy thing because ultimately I figured that's that is Arthur. You <laughs> don't remember that? I'm thinking past, not now. No, 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 no. The Joker is it's the highest history books. Yeah, the highest grossing uh, October opening weekend with 96 million just a few weeks ago. <laughs> and then the second weekend was the highest grossing second weekend in October history. And this past weekend it did not win again, but it's still it's dropping very slowly comparatively yeah. it's doing very well and getting very good legs for a movie nowadays i want somebody to come out and say the whole thing about the incel debate the incel debate and everything we orchestrated it to extend the life of the movie yeah I, you know, all things considered controversy often creates cash and so ultimately i think in this case it didn't there was no incidents at theaters but everybody was talking about the movie and that worked out brilliantly well did it not so all right so floyd won 
Eric, nothing. Number two on the list, please. I'm a reporter. I always seem to find myself questioning something the government may not be looking Venom. at. Venom. That is Venom. Oh, yeah, Very well done from last year. And that was another comic book adaptation that hit big in October. In this case... $80 million opening week weekend for Venom, although it was not nearly as well received as Joker has been in the last couple weeks. And Tom Hardy's terrible attempt at a New York accent. I have no idea what accent he was trying to do. It kind of, it kind of <laughs> felt like Tom, Tom Hardy was just kind of made up a voice and just went with it regardless of whether or not it was appropriate for New York or not. So, it, I, I mean, if you ask the average New Yorker what accent that was, they would just stand there looking mouth agape and saying, is, 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 is that from is that from Minnesota or something? <laughs> Garbage. Yes. <laughs> so, Floyd and Eric tied at one. Number three on the list, please. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. Yes, that was Halloween. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should accept it if it's a qu- if, if if the title does not have a question mark at the end of it. But that is Halloween from two years ago. That was you know, or, or no, pardon me, this one was last year as well. That was the 2018 one, You're and right. this was from 19, uh, and this was 76 million openings. So there was a pr- couple of pretty big openings, and of course, that did well enough that they've already announced two more sequels will be following that one up because whenever a horror movie hits big sequels are inevitable people should understand that that is the nature of film all right so floyd two eric one number four on the list please explore's been hit explore do you read explore rover explore Gravity. Very well done. Oh, that, that is, is gravity. Sandra Bullock panting in the yeah. background. Yeah. <laughs> gravity uh, from 2011, I believe it no. was. No. Yeah. No. You don't it's, think it's gra- like it's like 13 or 14 because right? I lived here when I saw it. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was a little bit later, but it still did 55 million dollars for its opening weekend, which is not bad, and ended up getting nominated for quite a few Oscars as a result. Although Alfonso Cuarón would have to wait for his uh, Academy Award winning. Uh, uh, speech later on, but we have a tie. 2013. 2013. Thank yes. you. All right, we, we gotta pick up the pace. All right, number five on the list, please. This will come as quite a shock to my crewmates and to NASA and to the entire the world. Martian. Very well yeah, done. This is up your alley. I know all the space <laughs> movies that get released yep. in the fall. For some reason, the space movies cluster around October, with the, with the exception of Apollo 13. Apollo 13 was a summer movie, but you know the other disa- the fictional disasters somehow find their way to October. We're going right. to science the blank out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Floyd two. Eric, three. If Eric gets this one, now I'm going to very specifically say, I do not want, I don't need a very specific title on this one. Oh, Lord. I just want the franchise. Okay. okay. Whatever happened to us when we were little, I don't remember anything. Whatever it was, it thrived on fear. What are we paying attention it. to it? It's one of these the low budget horror movies that I never, The Conjuring? The Conjuring? Mm, no. Nope. I, I don't know. I nope. That is Paranormal Activity, which... Oh, yeah, which I would never got that. The nope. first the first one and the second one did well, but the third one was where it really peaked because it did $52 million opening weekend. Uh, and uh, it was it was one of those times where, you know, the studio gets a popular movie and so they have to keep pumping out one every every October. And they're cheap they, to make. They, they were cheap, but they also made a ton of money as a result. Was that so. the one that was like an actual movie? Because the other ones were like... 
surveillance film. No, no, no. Oh, no okay. That that one was still found footage at that okay. point. So, but I know what you're talking about. So, all right. So, we could have a tie, which would not be <laughs> a breaking of the streak, but we could have a outright victory. Floyd can't win outright, but we could have a tie with number seven on the list, please. When Time Magazine called 3D the future of movies, we doubt this is what they had in mind. I should know that. You You're should. taking it to a whole other level. Yep. Look pretty happy about it. I have no idea it's going to hit the thing. Nah. I was going to say walk the line. No, it is not. Imagine... Nah, it doesn't matter. So you, that would be Jackass 3D. Oh, that's, that's the theme song. That's the yeah. theme from Jackass. Yes. Yeah. And the, and it ended up making fifty million dollars in an opening weekend. God help us all. I'll take that backdoor win there. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, you can have this. You, you have your first win in what year is it? All right. Um. But well played. I'm still on the Wheaties box. Uh, 8:40 with the morning reboot. What to watch and stream and download. We'll get to that before nine o'clock here on the morning reboot. You can still text your national keyword luck L U C K to nine five eight one nine nine five eight one nine and try to win the thousand dollar payoff. You still have time to text your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff here on Q105. It's Luck, L-U-C-K. Text that to 95819. I would like to say that I had a little bit of luck today in beating Floyd in the trailer <laughs> game. Let's, uh, let's go back and do the post game on that. It was, a, it was a stellar performance by me, and Floyd really flooded the ending there. And this is from the uh, same person who still gets criticism for not seeing Hocus Pocus. What was that score? It three was to two. It was three oh, okay. to two. So, so there, were, and how many questions were there? There were seven. So there were two, oh, okay. qu- for, which is the first time in quite a long time that two questions went unanswered. So all things considered, I, you know, I tried to stretch a little bit and put in some unusual titles, and now I'm going to just retreat right back to the exact same miscellaneous stuff that I usually do. So, well, in sports, a W is a W, and take yes. it. Right. <laughs> yes, it does. Is this the locker room interview? Yeah, you're back, you're back exactly. There? Are you back there with, with, with a towel on your head? You're exactly. Like, like, well, you know, we, we, we gave it our best shot this week, but you know. It just wasn't in the cards, but we're going to come back stronger than we were. And that basketball man was like, <laughs> do you have it? The press conference laugh. That was- there. Uh, it's 8.52. Good morning. The morning reboot. Eric Chase and Floyd, our friend Jeffy McGee, our movie and superhero and pop culture guru, is here. Uh, I just wrapped up Goliath on Amazon. Ah. As always, another good watch if you're Very looking for cool. something. Uh, we're about to da- tap into a- another month of stuff. Uh-huh. So we but, are... Uh, we are hitting the baseboards in terms of like new stuff that is available on uh, on on Netflix and all their ilk although everybody is bracing for early next month because there will be the a influx of a huge amount of stuff to watch because of the arrival of Disney Plus. So I don't think anybody's going to particularly care if Netflix, Amazon, and their ilk don't have a ton of stuff available because there will be suddenly a rush of things that everybody can watch. But we do still have some things on the big boys to talk about here. On Netflix, let's have a Will Smith party. Let's not. Let's let's celebrate the fact that, unfortunately, Gemini Man didn't do particularly particularly anything in the box office but he's, he's got more i think he has more disasters now than he does have good films uh, well, let's not, let's not say good films necessarily because some of the ones i'm about to mention here aren't necessarily you good at? <laughs> you better leave my willy will alone <laughs> after earth 
<laughs> Gemini Man, that dud that got went straight to Netflix, where he was like, it was like, okay, now I, you can say whatever you want about Bright's quality, but it was a big hit. That's the <laughs> problem. Yeah, it did very well for Netflix uh. to the point where ultimately, you know, they're you know talking about you know we're talking about a sequel not too long ago. So don't be Ooh, too no. don't be too overwhelmingly negative about it. But let's get to some Will Smith on Netflix as we speak. Uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for The Pursuit of Happiness, good movie, you know, which uh, came out a few years ago. And then one of my personal favorite franchises of all time, the original Men in Black just hit mm. on Netflix. Now, oddly enough, Men in Black 2 hit earlier this month, but they didn't get Men in Black until like this week. So if you want to enjoy both parts of the first two parts, although I will say I thought the third was the best of that trilogy. It's yeah, I think it's underrated because not a lot of people saw it. If you haven't had a chance to, um, it's the one that with time travel involved as a plot conceit, and it is an excellent movie so definitely check that out and not so excellent is bad boys 2 <laughs> what was wrong with that it was bad boys 2 um <laughs> i'm sorry i i was not a big fan of the bad boys franchise by comparison i know the entire rest of the world is against me on that and we've got a fourth one in the damn series coming out in just a few months is here shake your tail feather yeah yeah Floyd, <laughs> is there is there a is there a african-american in this country, who hasn't seen that movie? You can say a black person. Well, I'm, <laughs> I didn't want someone. Never mind. Nigga. Like it's required watching, right? It's like Roots and Bad Boys too. Uh, I would not. <laughs> wow, wow. Roots. I would say Roots. Waiting to exhale. There we go. Bad Boys too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit spookier uh, in the found footage department, Amazon has Cloverfield. Do you remember this one from you know, the original one? I love the shaky camera one. Yeah, the shaky camera one uh, about the monster attack, which has been followed up by two sequels, which had limited uh, connection to the original. But that's kind of a cool idea, you know, because you know, all things considered, nowadays. Um, like anthology series are the are the hit thing. Why not try an anthology movie? In fact, we talked about Halloween earlier. They tried that with Halloween. Do you remember Halloween three, which yeah. had no Michael Myers in it whatsoever? Yeah. They were trying to do something completely different, and it died. And so now every movie since has been nothing but Michael Myers. And again, not high on the on the quality list, but there's a personal nostalgia attachment for those of us who watched SNL from that period. A Night at the Roxbury is now on Amazon. Be so awful, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a must-watch. It is one of those things where, like, how could they stretch this this weird idea of a sketch into a full movie, and they couldn't, but you still can't tear your eyes away? <laughs> Emilio! Oh, I love that movie. I had it on VHS, like, twice. To the days when SNL skits became movies. Uh-huh. And then on Hulu, this is an actual franchise the I Spit on Your Grave trilogy. Do you remember, like, back in the early 80s, there was this revenge uh, fantasy movie uh, that was called I Spit on Your Grave. And then they made a remake in 2011, which apparently did well enough to warrant two straight to video sequels. And now Hulu has put the entire thing up on, on their oh. streaming service for you to enjoy in the, sp- in the space of the Halloween month. I left that on the list. I didn't scratch it up because I wanted you to explain it to see if people would go check their Hulu to see if that's actually. A real it thing. is an actual, actual, honest to God movie franchise. Uh, I will it, look you know, it up. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It is 
pretty morally reprehensible, but the fact that the title is <laughs> I Spit on Your Grave probably lets you know that it's not necessarily the most upstanding movie in the history morally of the world. Morally reprehensible is my middle name. There we go. On uh, Netflix for a family pick, for you looking for something to watch with your kids, this is a weird one that came out a few years back. Unaccompanied Minors, which is about a bunch of kids who get left behind in an airport, and it's one of the, it's noteworthy weird because I believe it was one of the first film roles of Louis Black. Of all the movies oh. for him to get to, to get Get into Vodorama in it too. I that I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> please, but it's a thing though. Yeah, <laughs> she's ah, showing off the ice bit okay. on your grave name. Let's uh, pick title. up the pace if we can. Let's go bit. for it. Amazon uh, family pick Nacho Libre, which is the mm-hmm. one with Jack Black that came out a few years back about the a Mexican wrestler. It was not particularly good, but it is available for the family to watch on Hulu. I didn't even know there was this one. Hey Arnold, the Jungle Movie. I knew that there was a movie, but oh, I you know remembered that so little, and then ultimately there was apparently a Jungle spinoff of the Hey Arnold series. You love that hey Arnold. Made. I do love PR. And also, Curious George, a Halloween boo fest just started up. <laughs> Curious George. <laughs> All right. Uh, on Video On Demand, if you missed it this past summer, and judging by the box office, you probably didn't, but Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious action spinoff, uh, is available on Video On Demand right now. And if you're looking for something a little bit more Halloweenish, Three From Hell, Rob Zombie's new flick, the third part of the House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects trilogy. And Unfortunately, Sid Haig, who uh, played Captain Spaulding in those movies, just passed away just a couple weeks ago. So it's going to be your last chance to see that character. And for those of you who are looking for a new video game, one of the biggest releases of the year will be coming out this coming Friday. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the latest reboot of a franchise that refuses to die. I have no idea off the top of my head how many Call of Duty games there are, but holy cow, they just refuse to let it go. It keeps making them money, so that's understandable. My friends who have kids they've been playing that thing forever and ever mm-hmm. like uh, my friend Matt's son will mm-hmm. probably be, Lucas will probably be playing tons of it say Jay Sean has like three of the games and I'm just like that's my nephew well hell yeah. I own like five of them and it's just it's not even that I mean to they come up in sale for like yeah. five bucks for three games and you just go in like meh why not thanks Jeff Thank uh, you. it's 859 you still have a couple of seconds to text the national keyword lock L-U-C-K to 95819 time to go get the podcast link text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105 